0: You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.
1: And welcome to a very special coronavirus edition of Win Win, an entrepreneurial community. Uh, I am, as always, your host, Ben Wolf. And uh, in this special episode today, I'll, I will start off by inviting everybody to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever it happens to be. Uh, make sure to leave a review wherever you are. Again, makes the content here more available to, uh, other people and makes it come up higher in search results. So definitely encourage you to do that enable yourself to, uh, make the value that we are sharing here more available to yourself in the future and to, uh, pay it forward by making it more available to others. Um, and with that, uh, I want to get into introducing our our guest today, and again, like I said, it's going to be an unusual episode today. It's going to be our first one of uh, of the pandemic, of the pandemic, and the social distancing, and the self quarantining, and all of that good stuff, uh, and thinking about um, how we, you know, how how we business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, people that employ other people, that have businesses that are affected to one extent or another by what's going on, how we could be approaching the situation. Uh, so with that i want to start by introducing our guest he is the ceo of ajax union a b2b digital marketing agency based in brooklyn new york he is the author of three books including high energy secrets where he writes about how he lost 95 pounds and kept it off while keeping his energy high and i promise you that you will experience that high energy uh, when you get to hear him yourself in a minute or two and uh, he is a popular speaker and an online trainer in business networking, in LinkedIn marketing, in personal development. Uh, he has led marketing in a number of organizations. He's a certified Google trainer. He is the host of the podcast, uh, The Breakthrough Maze. Uh, you can find out more about him at the difficultly spelled Joe Apfelbaum.com. That's Joe A P F E L B A U M.com. Basically, how spelled how it sounds Joe And with that, I give you. Joe Apple Ap- Applebaum, welcome to the show, Joe.
0: Ben, thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to meet you at the million dollar woman event um a couple weeks ago, and I had no idea that just a couple weeks later the entire world would be like stopping, <laughs> which is what's going on right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh it, it is is definitely kind of a surreal time. Um, and you know, and I want to get into, you know, maybe a little diversion from the topics that, you know, when I initially invited you onto the show a few weeks ago, uh, to speak about, you know, maybe it's going to be a little, like, as you said, we're in a completely different time now. And so I want to, I want to focus on, on a different set of ideas and really, uh, and really be able to share with people, the stuff that's most relevant and most high value for, you know, what people can benefit from hearing right now. Um. You know, but first, I just want to, you know, if you don't, I, I do, I do want to just start in the normal way, which is to give people a little context, how, you know, you're in marketing and, uh, you know, networking and teaching and speaking. I mean, if you could just give people a, a, a couple of, you know, a couple of quick minutes, uh, I'm sure that's difficult to choose what to talk about, but just give a little context for where you came from, how you ended up doing the kind of stuff that you're doing now. How, how did you get where you are?
0: if you build it they will come and many years ago i learned to build websites i was very passionate about technology and building websites and i started building websites for people i would initially do it for free and after that people started paying me and after building hundreds of websites for people there were certain companies that were saying hey dude you built me a website but nobody's coming so that saying if you build it they will come is completely not true you also have to market it so i had to teach myself how to start doing something called search engine optimization and reverse engineering Google's algorithm. And what happened was I realized that when I built a website for people, it was one-time revenue. But when I did search engine optimization for companies, it was reoccurring revenue. And that's kind of like how I learned about reoccurring revenue, where you get a customer and then you keep it for a long period of time. And I realized that this was my path to becoming financially free and building one of the fastest growing companies in the US because I always had a dream to build a multi-million dollar company. I just had no idea what to do, how to do it, and so on. And when I started doing this, this really started taking off and allowing me to build on and build on and build on. And I realized at a certain point that not every client is created equal. Although every human is created equal, not every client is created equal. And I had to really shift to figure out, okay, who are the most ideal type of clients, instead of just servicing everybody, really changing my business around. Same thing with like, what are core values, and who am I, and that's kind of like my weight loss, and all the different personal development things that I started getting involved with, like Tony Robbins, and Landmark, and all that other stuff that we spoke about. But you know, my journey has been going from trying to figure out how to make money, and how to become financially free, to breaking through my own personal self-limiting beliefs and becoming free as a human being. Kind of just realizing that, you know what? Not everything's about the money, but at the end of the day, if you can free other people and add value to other people, you're automatically gonna make money. The question is, are you free yourself or are you trapped in your own self-limiting beliefs? And that's kind of like my journey and where I continuously keep growing.
1: Well, that I mean, I, I really, I really appreciate that context, and, and, uh, and the truth is, I think it, I think it segues kind of nicely into into the first thing that you know that I want to talk about, uh, which is, you know, which is an area that I, I've started writing about on LinkedIn, and I've started speaking with my clients about, and you know, and 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 recognizing that everyone's in this kind of like fear loop and news based. Like self feeding, kind of like panic mode and and uh, and reactionary mode and fear fear based mentality uh, that so many of us have gotten into, and and I know you've been you've been writing about this on LinkedIn, you've been speaking about this. Uh, I've seen on social media. Um, you know, t- tell us what 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 do you say? Right with with this fear based focus versus an opportunity based focus. What do people need to hear now? What do people need to be thinking about now?
0: Yeah, the reality is the fear that people have right now is not a new fear. It's not like, oh, my God, coronavirus, we're going to die. No, this is, not, th- this is not a new fear that people d- had before. People are always afraid of death. There's one thing that human beings are afraid of, and that's death and they're also afraid of not having money which will lead to death they're also afraid of not having food which will lead to death they're also afraid of not being happy or not being in love which for a baby leads to death right the baby needs love in order to live and we think if we're lonely we're going to die if we think if we're rejected we're going to die and ultimately our brain is wired for us to survive as human beings and when this Pandemic happens and everyone's kind of like all anxious. We're mirroring each other and we're mirroring the news and we're mirroring what's going on. And it leads to a vicious cycle of just anxiety and fear and panic, which is all the same fear and panic and anxiety that we've always had inside us, except now it's okay to have that fear, panic and anxiety out in the open. It's socially acceptable not to smile right now. It's socially acceptable to freak out right now. And that's totally fine. The thing is, people are always freaking out. And the people that I'm talking to, the entrepreneurs, the CEOs, the people that have developed themselves and are more aware and understand how to focus on gratitude and understand that being afraid of the unknown is just fear because that's what fear is. Fear is not that you're afraid of something specific. You're just afraid of, you can't really describe it because once you describe it, it becomes manageable. I watched Mr. Rogers the other day. Um, it's, It's a show about Fred Rogers. And he, one of the things, his mission in life was to have people, or children specifically, be able to deal with their emotions. And one of his sayings, which really stuck with me, is if it's mentionable, it's manageable. And most people can't even define how they feel. They can't even speak about how they feel. And so you might ask me, Joe, what does feeling have to do with business? What what does emotions have to do with business? And for me, I realized that You know, for a long time I said I'm not an emotional person. I'm very rational, I'm very logical, I'm very strategic. But the reality is, human beings are emotional people. That's what we are. We take action based on emotion and we rationalize our action with logic. But the action that we took had nothing to do with logic. You know, selling stocks when the market is going down is the dumbest thing you can do. But most people are doing that. That's what people are doing. That's why the market's going down. Everybody's selling, 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 selling. Now's the time to be buying when everybody else is selling. Mm-hmm. And the opposite is when everybody's, you know when the stock is going up, 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 everyone's buying, 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 buying. And then they wonder why 80% of people are losing money and, and not making money because they're doing the opposite. And when you're counterintuitive, when you're out there and even though everyone's depressed, you're out there and you're happy and you're exercising and you're working out and you're, you're looking at for the leverage, looking for the opportunity. Now's the time to look for the opportunity. Now is the time where everyone else is distracted for you to say, okay, this is not the first pandemic that's gonna happen and it's not the last pandemic that's gonna happen. This is a light virus compared to some viruses that could and will come out in our lifetime, in the future, because things are better than they've ever been. There's more humans that there, than there has ever been. And there's more global connection that there's ever been. And something happens in China, spreads to Seattle within a matter of weeks. So this is what's gonna, we're gonna keep seeing things like this with the open borders and the global economy. So we need to be more prepared than ever. And right now, we are not prepared. And that means, because we're not prepared, if you provide a service, whether it's a virtual service, a social service, a healthcare service, a technological service, and a coaching service, if you provide a service and you're ready to be able to provide something to the world that adds value to the world during this time, this time will happen again, it's happening right now, and leveraging this is really unbelievable. Think about this, unemployment rate, they're saying, will be 20% in the United States in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months, because everything is shuttered down, everything is closed, and it's only getting worse. So, 20% unemployment rate, the recruiters are freaking out, they're like, no one's hiring, what are you talking about? The best talent is out there now. Now it's time to train people in, to bring them in, and to place them in companies that are actually hiring. Did you know that Amazon is hiring over 100,000 people now? So yes, most people are freaking out, but that's okay because if you're not in fear, you're able to be strategic. You cannot be strategic if you're living in fear. If you're scared and if you're hiding under a rock right now, and if you're in isolation and you're just thinking about how to survive and you're glued to the news and just watching the fake news over and over and over and over, or just doing Netflix and chill right now because you have nothing to do instead of trying to figure out how to leverage. You know, I know so so many people that are basically saying, Right now, it's time just to relax and enjoy life, and if you don't have a job, just sit around and wait. Wait this out. Don't wait this out. Don't wait this out. Be proactive. Do something. Go out, reach out to people. I'm not talking about physically. Definitely stay in isolation right now. You don't want to get sick, but virtually, you can use the internet right now to connect with people. You can use uh, Facebook Live right now. As we're talking, I'm on Facebook Live too. And I'm connecting with people. There are many people watching me. Besides us having this conversation one-on-one, I'm having this conversation one-on-many. And what people don't realize is that all this virtual connectivity is a skill you need to learn. That you needed to learn three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and now's a great time to learn the skill. I had to learn the skill. I don't know if you know this, Ben, but I used to be afraid of social media. I used to be afraid of getting my photo out there. You won't see that now because you see me on Instagram. It sounds like I'm talking to you one-on-one. But I used to be afraid of that. I used to watch people 10 years ago, when I started my business, I used to watch people on YouTube and think to myself, I can never do that. It's impossible Mm -hmm. for me to do that. I Mm -hmm. wish I can do that. Secretly, I wished I can do that. What I told people is, no, I'm a private person. I don't do things like that. that. Those people are crazy. I can't believe they would put themselves out there like that and share their personal life with the world. But I realized that the best clients and the best referrals come from you just being yourself and sharing yourself authentically, and that's what people want. People want the rock star in their life. People want the person who's willing to risk their own social, social, have the social courage and put themselves out there and really connect. And if I can connect with Larry, with Dina, with Herschel, with Zev, if I connect with Mayer, if I connect with these people, with JP, and I build a relationship with them in person and then continue the relationship virtually, that's where the rubber hits the road, Ben. Does
1: that make sense? Right right here. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. What one of the th- one of the things you know, and I, I was going to ask you, but you answered it. You know how, you know, just out of curiosity, it's more of a tangent, but how that uh, that social bravery that you talk about, uh, you know, equals into I don't know, e- equals into accomplishing something for you. But you answered it in terms of uh, in terms of connections and and clients and relationships that come about through that because people have seen you being authentic. But what I what I wanted to ask about was it was something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I want to add to the answer and then you'll ask me the next question because that that's not mm-hmm. just about making money or relationships. Mm-hmm. It's also about self-expression, Ben. People do not feel fulfilled in their life for a couple of reasons. Number one is they're frustrated. Number two is they're afraid. Number three is they don't have the freedom that they really want. They don't feel like they have this ownership of their life. They don't have the autonomy that they need. They don't have have the mastery in the things they want to have mastery in. And if you look at the top consultants that talk about what keeps employees at your company, it's autonomy, it's mastery, and it's purpose. And this whole idea of purpose and figuring out purpose is something that even the most successful people that have made millions of dollars or the people that have the best relationships, they often don't find this purpose. Mark Twain said the two most important days in a person's life the day that you're born, and the day that you find out why. And this whole concept of purpose, this whole idea of purpose, is typically something people don't explore unless they learn the art, and I say this this is the art, not the skill, but the art of self-expression, because everyone wants to express themselves differently. Some people will express themselves through art, some people through music, some people through comedy. Larry Fish, for example. He will express himself through comedy. I might express myself through rapping. There are different ways that you can express yourself and you figure out the art of what fulfills you during a certain part of your life and you actually express yourself openly without judgment. That, my friend, is the ultimate benefit of putting yourself out there.
1: Thank you very much. I mean, you know, and and, and that does go to one of the other things that you mentioned, you know, in, in your comments a minute ago, which was, you know, which was about, which was about this kind of virtual connection and virtual helping and and, and networking through whatever method, not necessarily in person. You mentioned that had you know the people should have been learning ten years ago or whatever that we 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 could have and should have been focusing on earlier, which does get into something I, w- I wanted to talk about even before all of this was going on, but I think that uh, you know when it comes to networking and what that means and and where it fits in. Um, You know whether it's through linkedin or or whatever but i think it's especially relevant now that we're not you know people are not going to events in person uh and so you know so it's so it's thinking about how we continue doing that uh how how we continue doing that so first of all just a more basic question like what what is networking what do people think it's for what is it really for or what can it really be for
0: there are three different words that end with "king." <laughs> that end with "king." There are three different words that end with "king." There's prospecting, there is networking, and there's marketing. Okay, those are the "ing" words. And when it comes to prospecting, okay. when it comes to marketing, those okay. yeah, those are different words that people confuse altogether. They take. All the words, sales and marketing and prospecting and networking and they just basically just dump it into one container and they mix it up and then they they get confused, they don't know what it is. But the reality is prospecting is when you're out there looking for a sale. You're looking for a client that could be a prospective customer, that's why it's called prospecting. That's what you're looking for. Marketing is when you're looking to market yourself. You're looking for exposure and you're looking to be memorable and you want people to remember you. There's something called direct marketing, which is a kind of a little more direct, be memorable about something specific and trying to find people that have the need right now. And then there's something called branding, which is a different type of marketing. But ultimately, marketing is about getting exposure in the market and creating a market for yourself. Networking is not about either of them, but it helps with both of them. When it comes to prospecting within networking, it's about getting referrals. And when it comes to marketing, it's about staying top of mind. So networking kind of blends both worlds, but networking is more about giving before getting. So most people confuse networking of, I wanna network, that means I want you to introduce somebody to me. That's how it works. No, my friend, it's not how it works, Ben. Networking works as me learning about you as a leader and I need to somehow add value to 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 people and then 10 people will add value to me. And most people don't see it that way. If you can go out, Ben, and make enough introductions for enough people, what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna get more introductions. Somebody recently came over to me and said, Joe, networking doesn't work. I said, why not? He said, I've been part of BNI for over two years and I literally have not received like barely any introductions, maybe a handful of introductions in the past six months This is a total waste of time for me. I said, how many introductions have you made in the past six months? So he said, a handful. I said, well, then you're really lucky because you're living a tit for tat (laughs) life and you're actually getting back one for one. I said, I've made over a thousand introductions in 2019, over a thousand and every day, my goal is to make at least three introductions every single day. You know what that means? That means that I am making a massive impact in my network. I said, it's not that networking doesn't work. It's that you're not doing the work. You're literally not doing the work, you're not putting the work in, so how do you expect to get the benefit if you're not watering the plant, the plant's gonna die. If you're not making introductions, which is like watering the plant of networking, your plant is gonna die. So, I have a question for you. How many introductions have you made in the past year before you complain about networking not working? Now, there are other things that you need to do as well, like following up. There are other things that you need to do as well, like putting out content. There are other things that you need to do as well, like going to events, whether they're live events, in-person events or virtual events. I ask people, how much time are you spending proactively on LinkedIn? They're like, what do you mean? I spend two, three hours on the feed every day. I'm like, that's not proactively on LinkedIn. And that's why we came up with the ne- the Evergreen Networking Foundations course where we teach people the three most important things that you can do proactively on LinkedIn, even if you only have 15 minutes a day. To teach you to build a foundation, have your assets and then go out and take action. And then within action, there are three specific things you can do each day. But this whole idea of networking is so much more powerful than just prospecting alone. I'm not saying you shouldn't prospect. Prospecting is important and it will help you close deals. But when you wanna close those big deals, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday who was considering taking our LinkedIn mastery course which is also coaching and it's also 24 seven support to people who need that extra support, maybe people that are doing over $100,000 a year in revenue and they wanna get to a million in revenue. And I was like, what does your average client pay you? And she basically said, it's 5K. So I said, if you wanna get more 5K clients, then she interrupted me. She's like, no, I don't want any more 5K clients. I said, okay, what type of clients do you want? She said, I want 40K clients. I want clients to pay me 40,000 a year. And I said, okay. So you can't keep doing the things that you were doing that got you the 5k clients. I said, what have you been doing that got you the 5k clients? And she said, trade shows and cold calling. And I said, trade shows and cold calling are great. But what I suspect got you your 140k client that you have. She's like, I have two. And I said, where do they come from? She said a referral from a friend. And I was like, this this is, this is like, I hear it over and over and over. I know for me, my biggest clients come from referrals. I just closed a deal that's gonna pay me $180,000 a year that literally came from another client as a referral and the client, I said, what made you think of me? He said, I see you on LinkedIn every single day. I see you sometimes three times a day. And I tell everybody, I don't wanna go viral. I'll tell Larry Fish this, I tell Ellie Federman this, I tell Yissi Friedman this, I tell Shragi Zisman this, I tell Philip Griffith this. This is what I tell these people. I say, I don't wanna go viral. What I want is, I want a thousand people to see me a thousand times a year. I don't want millions of people to see me. Somebody was worried yesterday. She she uh, she sent me a WhatsApp message. Her name is Hannah, and she said, Joe, I'm worried because my I only have a few hundred people that are looking at my videos these days. I used to have a few thousand. I'm really worried that I'm losing my influence. I said, you don't need thousands of people to look at your video. Who are the 100, 200 people that are looking at your video, your profile on LinkedIn, Have you reached out to them? Have you had a phone call with them? And she's like, no. So I was like, why are you trying to leverage thousands of people if you can't even leverage hundreds? Start building real relationships with people right now while you're at home, while you're stuck. Pick up the phone. I'm cold calling people that are my clients, that are my past clients, that are my prospects, that are my vendors. I literally have a list of 2,700 people that I'd like to call before the end of the pandemic, because now is a great time to call people. Now's a great time to message people. Now is a great time to reach out. And I'm posting more on LinkedIn than I've ever posted before. I usually post three to 10 times a day, but now I'm posting hourly on LinkedIn. Why? Because I have the opportunity to do this and most people are not posting now. Most people are stuck in lurk mode now because they're afraid. Oh, what should I post about? I can't post about coronavirus because that's no good. And I can't post about my business because that's me not being... Uh, not caring about other people, what should I do? I said, just follow my posts. See what I'm posting about and see I'm just being myself authentically. And that's the key. The key is be yourself, be authentic, be real and realize that the opinions of other people are really none of your business, Ben. Everyone has an opinion. Just like everybody has eyes and ears, hopefully most people have eyes and ears, Everybody has an opinion and people want to share their opinion with you, just like the fans want to boo at you when you're on the court. But if you're on the court and you're a player in the game, you cannot pay attention to the opinions of other people. Right now is the best time in history to be able to pivot and to be able to do something new, especially if you've been affected by coronavirus. Now is time to pivot. Now, if you don't know how to use technology, Now's the time that you must learn how to use technology. You must learn how to use LinkedIn. If you have extra time, take a course. Take our webinar, we have a webinar that's happening today. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, I updated my About Me section with a webinar that I'm doing today. I'm doing a webinar tomorrow about how to work from home. We're coming out with a course teaching people how to use Upwork to get business. We are going to start leveraging what's going on right now to help other people, to add more value And when you start doing that, when you start coaching and guiding and adding more value, suddenly you start getting much more back and you start feeling more fulfilled in your business. And that's really the key. At the end of the day, we don't just want success. We also want to feel fulfilled deep down. That's why we do what we do. We don't do what we do because we just wanna make money and run away to some island in the Barbados. You might be thinking that you wanna do that right now, But trust me, you don't want to be in any island in the Barbados right now. You want to be with your family now. You want to be with the people that you love, the people that you care about, and make sure that they're okay. And so that's what, you know, you want to be fulfilled. And that's the idea.
1: That's some great examples. What about people who are, and there's so many things actually in what you were just saying that I want to go back to, but just pick one for a second here, which is, uh, which is, what about people who are, you know, who are in more in-person type businesses and, you know, I don't know, the people with the restaurants or the travel businesses or, what you know, where things are more in-person based, right? So what, I mean, have you seen from people that you know or ideas that you have what people like, what people like that who are even more seriously affected uh can be can be doing now to you know to be looking for the opportunities could be to be more proactive rather than the sky is falling
0: number one there's something called takeout and most people are not leveraging takeout they're not reaching their reaching out to their customers (laughs) although you're not allowed to bring people to your restaurants right now in most states Um, but you are allowed to do takeout. So reaching out to your customers, calling them, emailing them, going on social media, selling gift cards right now. People are not thinking about doing this stuff. You know, 50% off gift cards to be able to maintain your revenue. If somebody called me up from a famous restaurant and said, Joe, would you like to buy a gift card to our famous restaurant, 50% off. For every dollar you spend, I will give you double the amount of money in whatever, so I probably spend a thousand dollars at my favorite restaurant that I go to all the time anyway. Because right now there's a sale going on. Now that person needs the cash flow, right. and they're not making any money anyway. They might as well sell a gift card. Right. So there's that. There's okay. Are you doing recipes online? Are you doing? Are you are you creating content right now while you have time talking about what's going on, getting people to support you? If you're not doing that type of stuff, now is the time to start learning how to do that because. You know, I know somebody who started a very, very successful blog when they got fired in 2000, I think it was 2008. They got fired and they started a very successful uh, a blog because they got fired from a restaurant. Everything was going down. They got fired from a restaurant. They decided to start a blog and at that time blogging was the thing, but they had no idea how to blog. They had no idea how to name. They had no idea what to do. They decided to start a blog. And now they make over a hundred thousand dollars a year, literally blogging and Instagramming and doing all this stuff, making recipes, developing recipes online. Because they were fired, as and, and mm-hmm. they were devastated, making you know fifty thousand dollars a year max, working eighteen hours a day as a chef. Now they're making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, maybe working five hours a day, maybe working five hours a day. With brands knocking on their doors asking them to advertise, and this happened because they got fired mm-hmm. from a restaurant. So. Instead of sitting around twiddling your thumbs, there's so much opportunity right now that you could be brainstorming, and, and you know, if anybody's listening to this and they have no idea what the opportunity is, contact me, go to joelinkedin.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, send me a message, say, Joe, I need a strategy session. I'll get on the phone with you in five or 10 minutes. I will give you enough ideas for you to go and try something out that will help you in your business. That's what I love doing. I'm very strategic, this is my strength. I love coming up with ideas. So if you hit me up, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Instagram, you look up Joe Applebaum. If you're not sure how to spell it, go to joelinkedin.com, j-o-e-linkedin.com. You could easily find me, and you can know how to spell my name. Check me out on all my platforms, go to my website, check me out, and you will see that I am here to add value. I'm here to give advice. I'm here to share my experience. I'm here to tell you the strategies that you could be implementing right now, whether it's through marketing, whether it's through sales, whether it's through rethinking the way that you do business, there's an opportunity that you're not seeing because you're inside the jar. And if you're inside the jar, you cannot read the label. So you gotta get out of the jar or have somebody outside of the jar hold up a mirror. A coach like you, Ben, can really help people out and make them see things they've never seen before. And that's really the key, being able to see a different paradigm, putting on a different pair of glasses, because if you're wearing pink glasses, the whole world looks pink to you right now. Everything looks like a big disaster right now. But a couple of months from now, we're gonna be like, wow, coronavirus happened. That was cool. You know, like, I can't believe that we went through that. Um, Now the world has changed. We'll never be the same.
1: Right. Well, that is that is a lot of good stuff. I mean, look, we are we are at thirty minutes. I want to uh, really the you know I, I'm 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 uh, conflicted. There's more stuff that I would love to I'd love to get into or dive into some of those things that you were speaking about before. Why don't we do a follow up episode next? Why don't we do a
0: follow up episode next week? Do you want to do that? Maybe people because what will happen is people will be like, oh my god, I have so many questions, I have so many things, and then you can do a more structured interview next week if you want to. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good idea. Let's, uh, let's do it after the show. We'll, we'll talk about a time. Um, and you know, may, usually I do one episode a week, but I don't know. I'm thinking I do have a couple episodes coming up in the next week or two. And you know, I think all, all of which I'm, I'm basically finding ways to strategically look at those people's experience and connect to what's going on to give people really what's the most value and the most relevant. Uh, with what you know with what the challenges are that we're all going through right now, um so you know maybe we'll even do more than one episode a week um and uh you know to kind of add more value now that this is you know with what's going on um and um so that's a great idea. We'll talk after the show about that uh, i think if if we can you know if if we could just sum up and stay focused. On I think what what kind of the central idea is of this conversation so far, the main takeaway. I think that you know we could all if we have homework after listening to today's episode is really to think about, What could I be doing proactively? What could I be doing to add value to other people, to connect to other people in a way that we didn't have time for before uh, or didn't have the opportunity for before uh, or address needs that we weren't thinking about but are uniquely suited to helping others with uh, in a way that they didn't have those needs before. So that's something I think we could all be thinking more about and taking more action on and experimenting with and uh and and joe i really appreciate you coming on and again joe uh people can uh connect to you take advantage of your very generous offer i hope uh, you'll be getting some sleep over the next couple of days if everybody's reaching out to you and <laughs> setting up these quick calls but um but you know i really appreciate you coming on and and hope this uh, well and i know this was a value for people
0: yeah, no, totally. And just so you know about the whole sleep thing, I have put my cell phone number in front of 29,000 people and only five people call me. Like literally people will not be reaching out and that's why I do make these offers, not because people are not going to reach out. Hopefully I'll get a lot of people to reach out, especially now, but I confidently know that most people are scared. They're like, oh, he's an influencer. He has thousands of people. I don't want to waste his time. Know that you're not wasting my time. I want to add value to you. I want to support you, so please reach out But again, I know based on my historical thing that people are just not going to. So, you know, maybe a handful will. Right. And those are the people that are going to get the support. And that's basically what happens at the end of the day.
1: Right. That's well. It's very fascinating, and and and, and so okay. So that's the uh, the confidence that you know you're not going to get drowned by uh, by calls, but that's that's an interesting phenomena. It's but it's a it's a great point, like you say. I think that is probably what people will think. It's like oh, you know, whatever is this guy posting a million times on LinkedIn, thirty thousand followers, whatever. Like he's not going to you know not going to want to talk to me. So uh, that's uh, that's a great point. The people who are brave enough or who see the need for themselves enough they'll just do it anyway and like you said they'll get the value so i really appreciate it and uh let's all stay focused uh, as my as my mentor in eos entrepreneurial operating system says be the lighthouse and keep moving and we'll see everybody else on the other side
0: you're listening to win-win, win-win an entrepreneurial community with your host ben wolf